Blog Talk Radio. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. To the very special person listening to this broadcast, welcome to another episode of Taboo Talk featuring me, your very own pastor, Lady Charmaine Day. Today's show is guaranteed to be full of sensitive, intimate, natural conversations rarely talked about in the Christian community. So now, get ready for your very own spiritual consultation. Are you ready? Great, let's begin. How are you doing, beloved? I know you're doing wonderful, marvelous, incredible, special, and fine, because these are all adjectives people use to describe you. You are so very, very incredible, very uplifting, nurturing, guiding, and helping people to accomplish the goals that they have set forth in their life. You are so very, very positive, and one of the few people that take time to do all these things. Let me give you a round of applause. Yay! Continue to do what you do because it's so vital to the community and important. You are building people up, and not everybody can say that they get this from other people in the world. So thank you. Thank you for doing what you do. Well, let me tell you, people, we are so very, very lucky and blessed and fortunate to have the multi-talented Mr. Fred Haynes come back onto the show today. Mr. Fred Haynes was born in Queens, New York. Fred Haynes is a comic book writer, illustrator, and creative. He landed his first professional illustration assignment with Marvel Comics in the pages of Marvel Comics Presents and has worked on titles such as Spider-Man, Iron Man, and was the regular artist of War Machine. Mr. Haynes ventured to DC Comics, where he worked in the Green Latin Emerald Twilight series, one of the highest-selling issues of the title. Currently, Fred Haynes is developing and relaunching the UnderworldStudios.com, where he writes, illustrates, and publishes his own creative stories. Please help me welcome Mr. Fred Haynes. How are you doing, Fred? I'm doing fine. Thank you very much. I'm blessed. Oh, very good. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. We truly appreciate it. You're welcome. Fred, we want to talk. Oh, anytime. We wanted to talk to you about what you do. It's so fascinating, the fact that you are a writer, illustrator, and creator of comics. When did you first learn to draw? Um, I started drawing early on. My brother got me into it, really. I was around How age, old were you? age four, maybe five, and uh, he used to bring home comic books, him and a friend of his, and his friend would actually... Uh, write and draw his own comic books, and that got me interested in doing the same thing myself. And so oh. since I was maybe around five or six, I started writing and drawing my own comics. And then a friend of mine told me that I could actually get into the field and do that for a living, and and one thing led to another, and that's how I got into the field. Wow, that's incredible. As a child, um, did you go to school for drawing? I went to school for... Uh, Art and advertising design. So I learned a little bit more about art in school, 
and uh, a lot about advertising and, you know, promotion and packaging design and things of that nature. And uh, while in school, I took an internship at Marvel Comics, and I learned a lot from that experience as well on how to draw and how to tell a story and a lot about my how the anatomy works and things of that nature, all the stuff that you needed in the field. Excellent. And did you feel that you were so much better off and learned a tremendous deal from going to school for this? Um, school was, was helpful. Um, a lot was helpful really from just being out there and seeing what other people were doing and trying to, you know, raise the bar for yourself to try and get better and, you know, be able to do and draw the things that other people were able to draw and maybe draw them differently and, you know, at the end of the day, try and impress yourself and, you know, see what you are actually capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Now, would you recommend this uh, as something people should do, uh, going to school and being around other people in the field? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, you want to go to you go to school. You learn a lot more than you want to learn more than just comics. Uh, there's mm-hmm. there are colleges that you know specify in just you know comic books, and you know they'll really drill home the whole storytelling, the whole you know uh, comic book. Uh, rules such as anatomy and dynamics and lighting and um, things of that nature and color. But in my opinion, you want more than just comic books. You want to know art at the end of the day because you want to be able to do everything, mm-hmm. even comic books and you know painting and everything. You want the more you can do, the more valuable you are. That's true. Now, working on such icons like Spider-Man and Iron Man is such a huge success. Um, how were you able to attain that level of of um, success in the field, and and also to work on Green Latin, the Emerald Twilight series? That's that's huge. Um, how did you? Uh, get the companies that you work for to trust you to go ahead and work on these iconic figures? Well, with like working on things like Spider-Man and Iron Man, um, that had happened over time. Is Basically, you continue to work and you continue to show people that you're able to do what it is they want you to do. Um, you keep on schedule. You finish your assignments how they're supposed to be finished you make sure your work is impressive Mm -hmm. for them as well as for yourself and you build up that that whole sense of you know trust in your work and you as a professional and Mm -hmm. after a while people come to you for what you do and the other thing that happened was with you know the Green Lantern thing that was like I thank God for that one because uh, no one there at DC Comics knew me at the time. So mm-hmm. it was just, I just sent stuff in, and I got hired for that one. And I didn't, I didn't know the person at the time. I didn't know the editor or have any relationship with him 
whatsoever, but he saw my artwork and he liked it and he wanted to use me for that. That's beautiful. Now, a lot of people are interested in comics. That's one of the, it's so huge. And many men and young boys follow comics. And so do women. Let me not discriminate. A lot of women follow comics. And what are uh, 10 to 15 ways to accomplish success in the field if you choose to enter in uh, the field of comic book drawing, illustration, and writing? Well, what you have. One, you have to know what you're doing. Um, you have to know your craft. So you have to make sure you study all those things that are essential to the field of comic books. You know, you, if you want to know how to write, if you want to know how to draw, if you want to be a colorist, you know, you have to really know how that works. With the drawing, you really have to know your anatomy, your storytelling, your your perspective, and have a sense of dynamics and and be able to set a mood um, and not rely on, you know, the writer to fill in what's happening from panel to panel or page to page. You have to be mm-hmm. able to tell that story with your pictures. Mm-hmm. Another thing is you have to develop a tough skin because you'll have to take constructive criticism as well as every now and then you run into someone who will give you not constructive criticism. And, you know, you got to be able to either brush that off or, you know, take the criticism and incorporate it and help, you know, use that as fuel to help you grow. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you have to develop a network. You know, you make sure that, you know, the people that you get along with in the field, you you maintain your relationships within the field. And eventually things help uh, you know, that helps open up doors with people because someone will know you and an assignment will come up and they'll be like, hey, I know this person that does this or I know this person that does that. that Now, networking, that's uh, a hard thing for most people. What are some of the things that you do to network? See, I don't really... I used to have a problem with the whole networking thing, whereas Mm -hmm. it was like you would think, okay, I have to maintain a relationship with this person because they're this editor or I have to maintain a relationship with this person because they're the... No, it was just basically whoever you get along with, you get along with. And you just maintain a friendship with them. You know, every now and then if you want to go and play basketball, you know, you call that person up, maybe they want to play basketball. If the two of you have something in common like football or whatever or some sport, you know, you talk to that person, call them up about a game. You don't always have to talk about what it is you're doing business with. You know, you want to maintain just a regular type of relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what are some of the other ways that you can reach success in the field? Well, you have to be what you would expect. And what I mean by that is that basically if you were to call a business during business hours, you would either expect for someone to, you know, pick up the phone and talk to you, or if they're not there, they would call you back that day. So, basically, you want to operate on that same type of system, that when somebody contacts you, you contact them back, you know, within that day, mm-hmm. you know, make make yourself reliable, make yourself like you would expect 
a business to be when you go there. So if you expect those people to be cordial to you, if you expect those people to respond right away, if you expect those people to be there at certain hours, you have to do all those things. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, then people can't really rely on you as a business. And you need to you need to have people view you as a legitimate business. Right. You know, there's there's a there's a few more ways. I mean, you ha- you also have to listen to advice, you know, and basically advice is just people telling you what they would want to see or what they would want to want to be shown with, if you were working for them. So, like a lot of editors will tell you, well, I need I like to see, you know, more uh, airplanes and tanks and stuff like that in your artwork that's because that's something that they like and Mm -hmm. at the end of the day you know you're you're working for someone you know like a contractor if somebody hires you to paint their house and they say hey i'd like to see you know if you can paint a house with uh you know red or whatever however that house would look in red you know Mm -hmm. you show them hey i painted this house it was red and they look at it and they see it and they're like, oh, okay, that's cool. I want, right. I want you to paint my house red. You know, something like that. Because you're ultimately like a, a consultant um, to a project, and consultants don't get paid for uh, not producing what their client wants. Um, they have to tailor their projects and their work to meet their client demands. Well, yeah, to some degree. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, uh, this, so that's good. Okay. And what else? Um, practice. As often as you can, you know, you you draw or you write or you color, you do whatever it is that you're trying to do in the field. You make sure you constantly practice at doing it. Whenever you have a free moment, you know, just get out the pen or the pencil or, or without the computer and get to work on doing something, try something new, keep pushing yourself, and always try and outdo yourself. You know, mm-hmm. you're never going to be, you know, where you want to be unless you keep pushing yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, and number one really is, you know, trust in God at the end of the day because the only person who's really preventing you from doing anything in this field or any other field is yourself because, you know, you can always self-publish at the end if you were doing, you know, like, for example, with you, you wanted to be on radio and you just do it yourself. You know, if you want to act, nowadays you can just get a camera and be on YouTube and you can put together a show and you can act. So there's never really any excuse for not being what it is you want to be. As long as you believe in God, you know, he can help you achieve whatever it is you want to achieve. That's so true, and I'm glad that you pointed that out as your number one uh, way to success because if you believe in God for, uh, 
you're successful, you're fulfilled, and to point you in the right steps and uh, order your footsteps, he definitely will do so, and you're so right about that. Now, I have a question. As a Christian um, doing comic books, do you ever find conflict with some of the violent nature um, comics that you have to draw, or are you able to draw it and not have any internal conflict? Well, I don't try and draw anything too explicit. I mean, some people will, with their books, will draw stuff that's really, like, graphic, and you never really need to do that, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I'll draw stuff that, yeah, in, since it's violent, you know, there's, you know, the Bible has violence in it as well. You know, you have Samson mm-hmm. and Goliath, you have... I mean, Samson, David and Goliath, and Samson and the Philistines. Oh, you got that messed up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, in some cases, it's part of life. There's some people who, unfortunately, you won't be able to just sit down and talk to and resolve your problems with, you know. And if there were no police or no government or whatever, and it's just you and some other people on an island, somebody's trying to kill you, you got to defend yourself and probably end up killing them. Mm-hmm. You know, you try everything right. you can, but there's good people in the world and there's bad people in the world, and through sometimes through our stories, we show, you know, the extremes. Right. Now, do you also attend conventions? I know there's comic book conventions are huge, and a lot of people see them as major events to go to. Do you go to those? Yeah, I attend uh, the conventions. Sometimes I do the smaller ones as well. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. And people dress up in costumes and they're there. And there's a lot of uh, creativity and a lot of, uh, you know, it's just awe when you see some of the costumes and some of the people and how they put them together. Some of them work and function and they're like, you should be doing something else aside from just making mm-hmm. costumes because right. it is amazing. Right. Now, do people know know your work and follow you um, in the convention? Uh, do they come up to you like, wow, and are amazed to meet you in person? Um, does it go like that? You know, I'm not familiar with how the convention works. Or, well, do, or like when they know that you drew uh Green Latin or Iron Man or Spider-Man, do they lose their mind when they see you? Like, how does that work? I mean, sometimes you'll have, you'll have people coming from all different uh, ways, pretty much. They'll, they'll, you'll have people who have seen your work in the past. You'll have people who have seen your work recently. You'll have people who just know your name. And then every now and then you'll have people who will just run across you at the convention and see your stuff and be like, oh, I really like that. And they come to your table. So mm-hmm. it's, it, it, there's, there's a slew of ways that you'll have people that that will come to you. I mean, I've run into people who've, you know, seen stuff that I've done 10 years ago and remembered it better than I have. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, that was just, I'd forgotten about that. And right. they knew everything like it was yesterday. Hmm. And, you know, that that sort of, you know, blows your mind every now and then when you run into that. I know. That's incredible. Yeah. So um, 
would you say that we're born with our talents and even as a little child we know um where what things that God has given us to do? Would you say that since you knew at an early age that you wanted to draw? I, w- I would say that we're all born with as many talents as God can possibly put into us. It, there's just like a, something that will trigger one in you mm-hmm. that you'll focus in on and you'll end up pursuing. But mm-hmm. Or sometimes they'll trigger a few. You know, some people, you know, have art and they have writing and some people have singing and dancing and singing and writing and you know there's there's like a unlimited pool of talents that you know we all have but it's about what you focus in on at the end of the day I think and you know which one drives you the hardest and the most that you want to pursue and that's where you end up following I hear you well, we have come to the end of our show. <laughs> Thank you so much for talking about the ways to be successful in uh, comic book drawing, illustration, and um, creation, and sharing with us how you got into the field. No problem. What are some in wrapping up the show? What are some final thoughts that you would like to share with the listening audience? Um, just want to make sure that, you know, people appreciate the the art form and, you know, appreciate the amount of work that actually goes into what it is, you know, we do when we create comics and create, you know, short stories and things like that. And, um, that they understand that, uh, you know, we're... We're we're working hard to make sure that comics stay around and that people always have like a little fantasy to look forward to, and um, also that people you know um, come to the conventions and come out there and experience what it's like in the comic book world, and I'm sure they'll have fun. I know they will. I know they will. And with people behind the scenes like you uh, who actually craft them and love the art and take it seriously and move it forward by practicing and networking and learning more and letting God order your footsteps, it's it's more than likely that comics will be around for several generations to come. I really believe that. I hope so. And uh, also wanted to put out there for your audience, for, you know, people who are listening and are also inspired to get into the comic book field, they can always contact me on my, you know, uh, website and send me a question, and I'll try and answer. Okay. And what is your website information? Okay, that's theunderworldstudios.com. You just log on there, and my contact information is on the side, or you can just email me at fhaines at theunderworldstudios.com. And can you spell uh, your website URL? Yes, that's theunderworld, T-H-E-U-N-D-E-R-W-O-R-L-D 
Studios, S-T-U-D-I-O-S dot com. And you can just log on there and contact or just look at what we've posted up there. Okay. And so definitely contact Fred Haynes if you have any questions about breaking into the field, learning more about what he does, and seeing his own drawings and illustrations that he has on his website. Or if you'd like him to do a presentation on the art form or uh, to talk to you in general, because as you know, we've had Fred on the show before, and he's given us some motivational speaking. Uh, Please contact him at his website. And, Fred, can you repeat the website again? That's theunderworldstudios.com. Okay, and Fred will be very happy to follow up with you and to meet with you. And, Fred, we want to thank you once again for coming on the show. It truly was a pleasure. Um, You are very, very gifted. I've seen your work. I I have uh, some of your work in my home uh, personally. And that's another thing. If you want to own a piece of Fred's work, he does sell them. pieces, so uh, please contact him on his website. If you want something that's beautiful to own, uh, contact Fred Haynes and he will uh, let you know about his own personal drawings because they are beautiful works of art and you truly will feel blessed and happy when you see them. Well, Fred, I want to thank you once again for coming on the show and will you come back and visit the listeners of Taboo Talk again? Yes, sure, and thanks for having me again. Oh, thank you for coming. And you know what, listen to Happy Talk, don't you see that people from all walks of life and all professions want to build you up because you are very, very special, deserving nothing less than what God has promised you, a wonderful, peaceful, happy, joyful, prosperous, abundant life. Continue seeking God's face in all that you do, and he will bless you with the desires of your heart. Look at the example of Fred Haynes. He knew as a little boy that he wanted to get into drawing, and God gave him the opportunity to move into this as a career. And look, several years later, he's successful working at some of the best organizations in the planet and having his own website and graphic studio where he could share his art with the world. And if God can do that for Fred Haynes, he can do this and more for you. So continue to see God's face and pursue your dreams, and a wonderful life will occur for you. This episode of Taboo Talk featuring me, Lady Charmaine Day, and guest starring Fred Haynes was brought to you to help transform your mind, body, and spirit, utilizing the principles of Jesus Christ. For more information on me, Lady Charmaine Day, go to my website, www.ladycharmaineday.com. That's www.ladycharmaineday.com. There you can read my monthly blog, join my Facebook fan page, find out more about me, join my YouTube channel, find out more about this show, Taboo Talk, and also find out the latest news that's going on with this ministry. And one of the things I want you to know is that I just published a new book of inspiration and motivation called Heed Simple. 
Keep Simple is actually a campaign that I've embarked upon to help transform minds, bodies, and spirits utilizing the principles of Jesus Christ. And if you would like me to come and do a presentation at your organization or church home, please contact me through the website. Again, I've just uh, launched a, a campaign called Heed Simple, where I'm helping individuals have um, a more empowering and uplifting life to transform their mind, body, and spirit utilizing the principles of Jesus Christ. For me to come and do a presentation at your organization, your church, or school, please contact me through my uh, website, which is www.ladyshardmainday.com. And also, if you're unable to have me come for a presentation, you can buy the book, which talks about the Heat Simple philosophy. Also, if I'm your source for spiritual guidance, please sow seeds into this good ground by making your donation and tithes on the website. This ministry thanks you for your contribution, your continued support, for you tuning in each week, and for doing the things that you do, because you know what? You are very, very special. Well, Mr. Fred Haynes, we thank you again for joining us. And listener Taboo Talk, we thank you for listening in. Until next time, goodbye.